Head to netsuite.com slash briefing now for their one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. From CNN, I'm Fez Jamil with the five things you need to know for Tuesday, October 17th. It is critical that aid begin flowing into Gaza as soon as possible. That was Secretary of State Antony Blinken announcing that the U.S. and Israel have agreed to come up with an aid plan for Gaza and that President Joe Biden will be visiting Israel tomorrow. But there's only one possible route to get aid into Gaza, the Rafah crossing from Egypt. And so far, it's not clear if any progress has been made trying to get it opened. And the clock is ticking. While desperately needed aid piles up at the border, the World Health Organization warns that Gaza is facing a, quote, imminent public health crisis because of limited water supplies for hundreds of thousands of people who are forced to flee their homes. That's something Biden is likely to address on his trip to Israel, while also reiterating his support for the country. Like Blinken, he'll be meeting with Israel's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, as well as other leaders from the Middle East, to try and stop civilians from becoming the victims of Israeli military strikes on Hamas. While that's happening, Hamas has released a video of a woman it claims to be holding hostage. The terror group released the footage last night, and it shows a 21-year-old French-Israeli woman who says she suffered an arm injury and was brought to Gaza. Mia Shem was kidnapped from the music festival where at least 260 bodies were found in the aftermath of the Hamas attack. Her mother told CNN she had not given up hope. She's very, very strong. That's why we all believed in our hearts that she's alive because we knew that she will never give up. And Shem's brother had this message for his sister. Waiting for you. We love you, we're waiting for you. We're gonna do anything to bring you home. Bring you back home. Israeli authorities believe Hamas has taken 199 people hostage, while the terror group says it's holding up to 250 people in Gaza. It's not about pressure on anybody, just about we gotta have a speaker. You can't open the house and do the work of the American people and help our dearest and closest friend Israel if you don't have a speaker. That's Republican Congressman Jim Jordan as he tries to shore up support ahead of today's expected vote for Speaker of the House. The opposition against him is getting smaller as he seems to have won over several key skeptics in the Republican Party, joining those who are openly supporting his bid. At the end of the day, uh, we need to find that person who can unify all of us. I think it's Jim Jordan. He's assured me that members like me and uh, the people I represent will have uh, a voice at the table and uh, understands that we need to govern, and for that I'll be voting for him. But Jordan still has a numbers problem. By CNN's latest count, there are five hard votes against him, with another four leaning no. Jordan can only afford to lose four Republicans if every member votes. Belgian media say the suspect of a terrorist attack in Brussels has died after he was shot by police this morning. Last night, a gunman killed two Swedish nationals in the Belgian capital as the country hosted Sweden in a Euro 2024 qualifier soccer game, forcing the match to be abandoned at halftime. Belgian authorities say a man identified himself as the shooter in a video posted on social media, saying he was inspired by ISIS. Authorities say there are no signs of a potential link with the conflict between Hamas and Israel, although the victim's nationality was mentioned as a probable motivation. This year, a spate of Quran-burning protests organized in Sweden and Denmark have caused angry demonstrations in Muslim-majority countries. A well-known professional networking and job site is cutting staff. That's next. 
LinkedIn has announced it's laying off more than 650 people across several of its divisions. The networking and job searching site says it's part of a broader restructuring, as the company dedicates many of its resources towards artificial intelligence. The cuts follow hundreds of layoffs back in May, even as the company continues to grow financially, announcing in its most recent earnings report that it surpassed $15 billion in revenue for the first time during this fiscal year. That's all for now. I'll be back with our next episode, which drops at 9 a.m. Eastern. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com briefing. netsuite.com briefing.